Welcome to the podcast, Being All of Us. My name is Brian David George, and I am so happy and grateful to have you here today. If you've listened to the podcast before, then you know that my mission is to inspire you to become an agent of change in your own life so that together we can create a world that accepts and celebrates all of us for who we are. This episode is the end of season one, and it's really a reflection on this first season of Being All of Us. The little team behind the podcast and I sit down to talk about where we are now, how we've gotten here, and where we envision ourselves going from here, and the community that we are building around the podcast. Because you, yes, you, play an important role in the future of this podcast. If you are listening, you are part of this community. So now we're going to take a little break, a little time off over what is the summer here in the Northern Hemisphere. And we will be back for season two just in time for the fall, the autumn, with more great conversations with people like you. And in season two, we'll be introducing the community. So that's something we're very excited about. And we talk about a bit in this episode. In the meantime, over the summer or winter, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, stay tuned for some shorter episodes of me ranting about how amazing the guests have been this first season, some cool things that I have learned from them and tried out, and what I'm excited about sharing with you in season number two. Over these next weeks, please stay in touch by following the Being All of Us podcast on Instagram. You will find us at B-A-O-U podcast. That's B-A-O-U podcast on Instagram. Thank you so much for being here and enjoy our reflections on season one. Welcome to the Being All of Us podcast. Today's episode is a little different. This is the end of season one, and I am joined by two wonderful members of the little Being All of Us podcast team who are Olga Gonzalez. <laughs> we agreed that I would pronounce that in the Spanish way. Olga Gonzalez, mm -hmm. who is mm -hmm. the founder of NISA. She is a project manager, and Olga helps me organize what I call universal chaos. So, Olga, thank you for being here. I'm so glad that you invited me. Thanks, Brian. Yes, and Olga's maybe a little bit nervous today, so we'll just roll with that. We're going to flow. And I'm also joined by someone else who you've already heard if you've listened to the podcast for every episode. We... We didn't say at that time that he was doing what he is doing with this podcast. Daniel Schwartz, Schwartzman, oh, I was going to say it wrong, wasn't I? Schwartzman <laughs> is a podcast editor and producer, and he is the founder of Shortman Studios. You may recognize Daniel from the episode with Amy Mortensen, his wife. So, Daniel, welcome back. Thanks, Brian. I'm uh, happy to be here. Yes. And I just realized I said your wife. I'm not sure if you guys are married or not. We just are. We are. Okay, good. So... Oops, didn't mess that. Oh, no, glad I didn't mess that one up. Um, <laughs> so we decided to get together today to kind of uh, talk about this journey and how it's been going so far, what our reflections are on this first season and where we see it going in the future. So um, I think I'll maybe get the ball rolling and say, wow. <laughs> you know, as we were sitting down, like before we started recording, I was like, wow, guys, like this is, ep we're recording episode 14, like 14 episodes. Oh, I was just going to like do a big no-no and start smacking the table. 14 episodes is a really big accomplishment. I'm so proud of us 
for doing this. And I'm really, really excited that we've come this far already. So good for us. <laughs> right? uh, good for us and good for you, Brian. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Actually, oh, there's something else. Today's a fun fact. We're recording this on my birthday. So this is like a little <gasps> birthday present right, <laughs> to me. <laughs> we, talk, we talked about that it's, it's like a birthday present to myself so yay happy birthday yay. to me and i'm so grateful that we've made it this far and and honestly just um it's it's cool you know to be able to do this kind of thing to try and spread inspiration which is i think part of the the main reasons why we're doing this so uh, let's talk about spreading inspiration uh, maybe you guys could talk a little bit about some inspiring moments that you remember from this first season or things that you like episodes that you shared more than others with people or that you were like, Oh yeah. Taking notes while we were listening to some of our fabulous guests tell their stories. I think for me, you know, I know in the car I listened with Amy to the episode with Esperanza, which obviously was her story of, surviving cancer and how she of course it happened i think she said some years ago so it's easier to talk about it but just so matter of fact and so thoughtful and how it's not wasn't just a story about that but also just about these things about trusting intuition about getting in touch with her body that that was certainly memorable for me as was i really enjoyed the episode with jade the bilingual nature and just sort of the the if with her the fact that she was very I don't want to use the wrong word but she very much had several cultures going on you know her time being in Spain as an American I think was her term <laughs> I think that's <laughs> it uh, I could have the order wrong but just that was, I thought she had a really, a lot of interesting things to say. I mean, you know, you've had a lot of, everybody's been an interesting guest one way or the other. I thought the two people from your hometown, both quite interesting. Those would be Sanaya and John C. Dudley. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And the episode with Shiva, I listened back to with Amy on recent drive. So, yeah, I mean, I think every episode has had... I mean, you've done it, you know, it's been enjoyable for me to see the people in your world to varying degrees or varying circles and uh, to listen to their stories. So, yeah, a lot of th those are the ones that sort of stuck out when you asked that question. I, I want to just before passing it on to you, Olga, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, how for me, part of having these conversations is is uncovering the inspiration in everybody's story because we all have parts of our lives, parts of our stories that are inspiring to others, whether we know it or not. And it's one thing I remember about Esperanza's Espe, Espe for, <laughs> for friends. One part of Espe's episode, which I remember really well, is when she said, because I think I asked her a question about, so, you know, let's talk about inspiration and and let's talk about maybe a pivotal moment in your life or something. And she was like, well, I hadn't really, I didn't think I was going to talk about this. And she just started talking about, you know, her experience wow. of overcoming cancer. And I was like, yeah. So if, 
if we just sit down and talk to people and listen to them intentionally, then there is something amazing about every single person we meet every single day of our lives. And I think that's a big part of the podcast. Brian, may I take listeners sort of behind the scenes on that specifically sure. at that moment? Because that was <laughs> Brian's sense of into or Brian's intuition, which is appropriate for that conversation. In the original cut, Brian, for background, he had talked to Espe. I assume mm-hmm. you guys had known each other before, et cetera. But briefly. On well, anyway, on the call, <laughs> as she said that, Brian did something like, I don't think he smacked the table, he's like, there it is. Like he was, you know, and it was sort of, we discussed that afterwards and decided that it wasn't really appropriate. It was pretty early in the conversation for the listener. It would have been weird, but mm. it was, uh, it was sort of that to your point about listening and intuition and how that sometimes can forge a connection. And so. Mm. I think that's one of the things that I enjoy most about these conversations is is listening carefully and, you know, kind of digging a little deeper when we get to that place where there's some gold. Olga, what are, what are some inspiring moments for you? To me, I mean, the, the, the whole season, the whole first season has been very inspiring. And I think like listening the episodes in order has been a beautiful ride as well. Uh, because in my case, at least, uh, uh, I know Deepika from episode one. And I've known her for a long time. And the what I got from that first episode is like, wow, Brian really captures Dvika's essence in, in that episode. And that made me like already from the get-go. Besides me knowing you and knowing that you're a great person to talk to, I thought that uh, you, you really took that essence. And I was like, okay, so now I'm going to trust every single guest in the podcast just because I know that. I mean, I know that first person. And then second episode is Esperanza. And I totally agree with Daniel. It's so intense when she starts talking about cancer and so inspiring. The fact that she, oof, es que, my God, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> only, I, going, going through the episode in, in my mind and Amy and Daniel on the third, on the third episode have the impact that they have. Then Hannah, so young and of. <laughs> and then uh, Jade also, because I, I know Jade personally as well, I found that very inspiring, very real, very authentic, just like just what she is. If I had to choose one for me, the, the most inspiring of all is, uh, is John's, John C. Dudley's episode. I remember texting you like, oh my God, I can wait until I see you. And we see each other really often. But I've been like, I'm, I can't even wait because it, it's inspired me so much. And I think that his, his point of view on the impact and what we do, even unnoticing, unnoticingly, sorry, English is not my first language. Oh my God, you're fine. Unknowingly. <laughs> unknowingly, thanks. The impact that you have even unknowingly, it's, it's amazing. And I, I love that episode. I just want to make two comments there. First of all, Olga, your English is freaking amazing. Um, <laughs> it's true for a non-native speaker who's never lived in an English-speaking country. Your English is incredible. Thank you. And it's, it's funny. Yeah, so a teeny bit of context for anybody who's listening. So I, Olga and I know each other because years ago, Dipika and I worked together and we were actually like interviewing people and we 
interviewed Olga and ended up hiring her to work as an office manager. So that's, that's just funny little background story there. Yeah. And something else that you mentioned I wanted to comment on. So the first episode that we released was Dipika's episode. And that was actually the second episode that I had recorded. That wasn't the first one I recorded. I recorded Espe's, Esperanza's episode before that. And it just felt like, as you were just saying, that the conversation with Dee, since she and I knew each other better, it was easier, I think, to go deeper. And it just felt like, wow, this is what the podcast is all about. So this is how it's going to begin with that episode. Mm. Yeah. And there were also like little technical things that we've gotten better at as the time's gone by because, you know, the sound in the first couple episodes, well, the first episode, the one with D, the sound is not amazing and it gets better after that most of the time. And also I, I was recording on the same track. So there's a lot of me like laughing hysterically in the background while Espe is talking about cancer. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, that was my nervous laughter, you know, which <laughs> thank you to Daniel, who is, uh, who has his own, you know, studio of edition and production, I now know, record on separate tracks so that when my nervous laughter comes up during a conversation, we can edit that out. So <laughs> just fun little things like that. And I, and I love how it's also, you know, everybody has someone that they identify with more. For Daniel, it might be Jade and Esperanza. For Olga, it's John, you know, is the one. And, and I'm curious what kind of you know, I could, I obviously, I enjoyed every single episode. I'm trying to think of maybe some things that I learned. What, like what episodes did you guys learn something that was really cool from? One, I might say that I learned something really cool from, well, Shiva, Shiva's episode is really, it's really cool. powerful. I learned so many cool things from that episode. It's hard to think of just one right now. Uh, I would have to say if I learned something from somebody, Shiva and Antoine might be the two that come to mind, first of all. And Antoine's episode is beautiful. And it's funny how he's a photographer. He's, I, I, I mean, out of all the guests and on the first, on the first season, I think he's the only like art, artist, like professional artist. And like listening to the to the to the episode, it felt like it it was so graphic and it felt like a beautiful painting. I don't know if it's the tone of his voice or what it was, but I felt it was such a beautiful and soothing episode. I I like that from Antoine's episode, yes. What about you, Daniel? What what episodes do you feel like you learned something really cool from? Ariadne's was, and I can't remember the specifics, unfortunately, but Ariadne's, the first half of it where she was talking about being a Cuban, I feel like she was talking about going to school down there. Like, I felt like I got a good sense of intergenerational and the whole immigrant child, like the sort of dynamics around there. That was, I thought, that that's always, I love thinking through those sorts of stories. And so I found that that stuck with me. I also did not, I think she talked about, I, I'm for neurodiversity, I think was the term mm. that she used. Yes. That, yes. Was, that was new to me. So that was interesting. I thought Sanaya's also her, 
again, I don't know if it's facts, but just her story and her being between moving around military towns, the sort of the Filipino African-American black experience I thought was that's not we usually don't grab you know you hear about successful people who are similar story of an African-American who who served in East Asia in some way and then met somebody and came back but I thought that was a really interesting I also I do remember learning the power of Debbie Gibson from that episode yeah. That wasn't obvious to me as a as a slightly younger person. So I'm just I'm just going to throw this out there. I can't believe I'm saying this. So yes, I was a huge Tebby Gibson fan when I was in my teens. If you are not a Gen Xer, you probably have no idea who she is. So you can look her up. And I just thinking about the future of the podcast. One day recently, when I was on my run. I was like, oh my god, Debbie Gibson's going to be on my podcast one day. So if you're listening out there, Deborah. Uh, <laughs> This is the official invitation. <laughs> One day, we're going to be sitting here face-to-face having a chat. Yeah. Manifest it. Exactly. Speak it into existence. Exactly. Hi, Deborah Gibson. Thank you for joining me on Being All of Us. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, and I, in fact, I was just having a look over the people who have been on. And it's funny, and I have heard some people talk about this. It's a very, well, intercultural is where we are all intercultural beings. We're not going to get into that today. It's a very international group of guests because every single person here on the guest list has lived in a different country at some point in their lives. And so that I think has an appeal to any of us who have that international aspect of our lives. And also something for me, at least to keep in mind, moving forward because I, and actually, okay, spoiler alert, we've already recorded some of the episodes from season two, which will be (laughs) out uh, in the fall. And I have one or two guests already recorded for season two who have not lived in any other country, who have not, you know, gone anywhere else. And, and that's also part of being all of us is having people like you and me, whatever you and me means to any of us and all of us. So, you know, Olga, maybe you could speak to that a little bit because Mm -hmm. you have always lived in and around Barcelona. Yes. And there's a very international aspect or intercultural aspect to you because you've worked a lot in English. What is it like for you listening to all of these, let's call them international people on on the podcast? I think it's, it's opened many windows i mean listening to this to this podcast I mean, and i'm speaking now as an as a as a listener not as a part of the team but experiencing that has been very very interesting for me because i've never felt the need to travel and so being exposed to yes like a person with an Indian background born in South Africa, going to London and then back to Barcelona. A Mexican going to Germany, then going to the Basque country. Uh, Amy and Daniel, Jesus, I don't know how many countries you've lived in. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Havna, Senaya, I mean, Senaya's childhood, oh my God. It felt amazing to connect with people who have traveled so much. And 
I mean, from my point of view, sometimes I see people who travel as privileged people. And so there is a bit of like personal resistance to that. Like, ah, yeah, I travel a lot, blah, blah, blah. You've seen a lot. And then by exposing myself to the stories of these people who have traveled has has made me see that others, I mean, there's a personal story behind all those trips and it's just not uh, because they fancy traveling somewhere is that there was something drawing them. Uh, So that's why also my favorite question in the podcast is when you ask the guests, where you're running from, where you're running towards, or where were the circumstances around you moving? To me, as a as a like Spanish person who's always lived in Barcelona, it, it was very interesting. And I was very curious to hear about the stories of why people would were migrating. So yeah, thanks for I mean opening that for me, Brian. You're very welcome. And I I feel like Another big part of the podcast is seeing ourselves reflected in the stories of others, no matter who we are, where we're from, what our lives are like, and what our contexts are. So, yes, someone who has never felt the need to travel or maybe who sees, you know, travel is something that privileged people do or, or whatever it is, you know. We also identify with others who are different from us and we find things in common and we can celebrate our differences as something that's valuable and that makes us stronger and better. And I'm getting on my high horse. Let me get off the soapbox. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I do want to talk a little bit about, I guess, where the podcast is going. Because it is something that we are working on and thinking about. I said that we have some episodes recorded already for season two. It's going to be a little summer special, uh, which is just me flying solo doing some uh episodes shorter episodes where i'm just talking about kind of i guess things that i have learned from some of the guests and how that uh inspires me and how i hope that can inspire other people to become agents of change and i also i I think it's maybe interesting now to talk about the community because you know i think being all of us as a community and we're working on building that community and finding a way to actually bring people together and to bring people into this community. So maybe, Daniel, you could talk a little bit about community, because I know you have some experience building communities, building online communities. That's part of your professional background. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, the, the internet has many good things and many bad things. One of the things that's good about it is we can find people beyond where we are. And I think about what you just said about the common thread of people being on the move, which was, I think, the I, I'm glad you brought it up. And it was something I think about a lot as far as being on the move is not necessarily better or worse. And if you stay still, you can still, instead of going wide around the world, you can go deeper and deeper into where you are and you're still experienced and so forth. And the internet is a way for you to connect with people around the world who share your interests or to help you sort of reinforce, to find other people. I mean, back to rather than the 80s, the 90s, where we were in those initial AOL chat rooms and just you just got a (laughs) kick out of chatting with somebody 
in Iowa or wherever, which I was on the East Coast. So building an online community around that, you know, my experience has mostly been in the finance world, which is a little different. But even there where people are mostly focused on how can I do a better job with my investing? How can I make more money in a more brutalist sense? They're still just there to be in a chat room and they're there to connect. And so I think with being all of us, and I have a question that I'll bounce back to you, Brian, but I think it's logical that as part of this, this isn't just a one-way traffic where you get, and obviously the conversations are very back and forth, but it's still, for it to be what it can be, some interaction is necessary, some participation, some way for people to get involved. I mean, the question I was going to put to you then is, you talk about being agents of change, and I wonder, because one way I could take this sort of everybody on the move thing that we just mentioned is that the sorts of people who are on the podcast are privileged, which is something that comes up in a lot of the episodes, and not to say that people haven't gone through things and whatever, but and they've had the opportunity to see the world. And a lot of them are in a sort of, they're in that intercultural world, a lot of them. And so I always wonder when I observe that world from sort of a interested bystander perspective, like how does it, agents of change, meaning what? Like how does it get beyond that community? And so I'm curious how you think about that as you're building this. Like how do you, how do you, what do you want agents of change to mean among listeners? And how do you, how do you reach them beyond the sorts of people who might already be guests? And I know that anybody could be a guest, but like, how do you think about that? You know, um, I remember, I remember talking to Antoine about this in, in our episode and, and he had a very like real world example of how you can become, have a deeper experience without really moving too far. Uh, and he talked about his neighbor and the conversations that he had with her. And uh, if anybody has, I don't want to go into too much detail. It was really, really moving. <laughs> that story. Oh my God. That story is so beautiful. I forgot about that. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. And you know, this was a way that he connected with an entirely different world. And I'm talking about with his neighbor. There were other examples in his episode about how he connected, how he traveled deeper inside his own experience without even like going too far away and how that's something that we all can do. So what I trying, I'm going back to your question now more, more directly. Yeah, I know about becoming agents of change. You know, I think agent of change for me means that I understand that I have the power to, in, to change my story, to rewrite my story, to change the reality that I am living in. And it's really easy when talking to people who are stuck in their reality to hear it, how they're living inside of a story, how they do not see themselves as capable of change. They don't see that power that they have to say, wait a minute. You know, I can give it a real world example. Today, I was doing something. I was, I'm taking an online course in diversity and inclusion to get a certificate. And part of the platform I didn't understand, I thought I understood how it was working. It wasn't working. And suddenly I was sitting back in a classroom as a, I don't know, like eight-year-old having like, a, well, not a nervous breakdown, but like having a little, oh my God, getting really frustrated with myself because I thought I understood how the platform worked. I couldn't figure it out. 
And, and I was like, I had a fire going on inside of my belly. And I was like, oh my God. So I just like grabbed my journal and started writing about it. I was like, what's going on here? Like I am reliving that story of I'm not smart enough to know how everything works. I have to be perfect. I should know better. All of these things were going on inside of me. I was like, whoa, 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 this is amazing. Let me stop and like observe this, write it down. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. You know, so I just, <laughs> then I used tools that I know as an agent of change in my own life to like rewrite that story. So I drew a little bubble on a piece of paper and I wrote all those false beliefs about myself. Like I'm stupid. I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough. I, I need to be perfect. All these things that were happening inside of me when I couldn't figure out how to use a, an online platform, which hello, it's the first time I've ever done like a four credit course on an online platform. So whatever. And then I took an orange pen and like, or marker and drew like on top of all of that as if I were burning it all away. So mm. I burned all of that. Then I turned to a new page and I wrote in like little happy bubbles or like heart bubbles, smiley face bubbles, the flip side of all of those things. Like I am enough. I am worthy. I am smart enough to do anything I want. I am. And all of these things to like rewrite those messages. So that is how I know and I'm learning and I have been learning for some, some time now about being an agent of change in my own life. And that's the kind of thing that I hope we can, you know, I imagine the community getting together to do live events with maybe a panel of former guests where they can talk about some of the tips and the tricks that they have used in their own lives to change their stories, to rewrite things that were no longer serving them. I mean, I can think of almost everybody who's been a guest, like things that they have done in their lives to change. So I think it's, about, it's a place where we share. It's, first of all, it's a safe space where everyone is welcome. And second of all, in that safe space, we can share ways that we have already experienced that power to change within ourselves. And we can share that with other people. Hmm. And of course, the time of the podcast is limited. Of course, every episode, it cannot last like a thousand hours. But because those podcasts are so much food for thought, as a listener, I would love to find a place to just comment on the episode. Like, oh my God, what I just heard. Because the thing is, at the moment, if there is, I mean, I talk to you <laughs> about right. the episodes, but I would love to talk to other listeners to see what we've experienced and, and what we've learned in the moment. Like right after I listen to it, can I like comment on it and share stories and how we've how I've related to those stories and and to hear about how other people have related to that same story in another way. Because I, I also think that's a bit of the essence of being all of us that we can that those episodes also explain a part of who we are exactly different people can connect to different sides of that episode and we feel more of a community because we all share something with that i also am excited about having a place where people can talk about the challenges at the end of every episode <gasps> yes i think that's really you know I wonder, okay, so we have these nice challenges. Is anybody doing them? If they do them, don't they want to talk about, or maybe they want to talk about how that went for them. So like a community where we can have those conversations and yeah, 
learn to be together in that way, to be all of us. Daniel, you're smirking. <laughs> What's oh, your thought there? No, no, no. I, w- I wasn't intentionally smirking, but I think that was a good. I, I guess the one another sort of thing, listening to every episode, and this is maybe a challenge for all of us future Yay. guests. We use the supermarket as an example for a lot of our for our stranger. Our our standard stranger among these guests is the supermarket cashier. And I just think that's a funny including, I believe, our episode with Amy. So I'm not What wasn't that your challenge actually? We may have been the first ones. I don't know. I don't remember. And it has come up several times, that's true. It's so it's I just, you know, as somebody who listens to all of these episodes who listens to a lot of things and reads a lot of things it's always funny to see the the examples or the stereotypes or whatever that resonate with people Mm -hmm. and see the things that we have in common and try out the things that are different maybe i mean the the supermarket thing i've been using that (laughs) a lot like i almost every single time i go to the supermarket i try to use that and it's it's really powerful you know and i've just just today i went out i did hamna's challenge i went to lunch i took myself out to lunch today for my ah, birthday yes that was Hamna's challenge i remember now yeah and it was real i was like i was having the best time treating myself to a lunch that i don't find many people and who it want was to your have birthday lunch as well exactly look at you know, that I have, I have plans for dinner with other people and i was like for lunch i'm going out by myself i'm taking myself out to lunch for my birthday so you know all these these really cool challenges and ideas that we get from people it's cool to talk about them and to share them mm-hmm. and to to just you know kind of i guess connect in a different way yeah i like daniel dos santos's challenge i i found it like really useful i remember he i mean it was like he's like oh yeah well this challenge is very simple but i was like because it's simple it's so easy to achieve and he was like just breathe just breathe. And he said it. He said it in such a like a matter of fact way. Elegant. Yeah, it was so simple and at the same time so elegant. Like, hey, remember to breathe anytime. So I've. I must say that if I mean, if I had to say now which challenges I've done myself, I would say it. I did Daniel's. I mean, Daniel. Mm. Sorry. Right. Daniel's too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the supermarket one I did, I remember. Shortly after listening to the to the episode, I remember doing Daniel's enemies. And then um and then Daniel, Daniel Dos Santos too. Yeah. <laughs> what other things do you guys imagine the future of the podcast? Like as I'll say listeners and people who are participating, what are things that you want out of it? in the future how can it be a better service to you i mean this you know i think it's your it's important for you to pursue your vision i understand that that's a communal vision but it is important for you to you know and you the variety of people you've had on shows how diverse your circle is and how interesting it is and i think that's sort of tied to what I was saying earlier, I think, and it sounds like you're already thinking about this as far as having people, and I have not really edited any of the episodes for (laughs) season two yet, but the, 
idea of speaking to people, for example, who haven't left home, trying to, I think, continuing. So I think as far as guests, continuing to get into people who are, I think it's very easy for the sorts of people who talk about diversity, who talk about being all of us, and I'm not using that pejoratively, but just like the sort of people who are more in touch with themselves are often in a closed loop with each other. And so I think the more to extend that, and maybe also that goes in the conversations. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. So I caution, I'm, I only say this with due caution, how to make the conversations maybe more tangible. I'm not sure, you know, people talk about themselves, they tell stories, but I sometimes listen and say, that's great, but where do we go with that? Or what problem are we addressing or whatever? I don't know. And that's obviously, again, it, that may not be in your vision and it may not be useful. It may be a, a dead end. But that, those are the things that I think about the types of guests and the types of conversations. And your opinion is very welcome here. You're, you're... <laughs> we want you to be all of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I was putting my neck on the line there, folks. <laughs> It's, I mean, yes, there is an intention obviously behind the podcast and it's going to just, it's a, it's an organic thing and it's going to grow and evolve the way that life itself does. It's been a really positive first season on all fronts. As far as I'm concerned, I feel like we've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. That's for sure. Olga is helping us organize universal chaos and improving the process every day. Daniel and I are working out the kinks as we go along. So I feel like it's, um, it's a fun journey to be on. You know, one of, the, one of the things that I have heard recently um, talking about, you know, making dreams become a reality is, you know, it's important to dream big. If you, if you dream about doing something that you know how to do, then it's no fun doing that thing. You know, it's not really a dream. It's just like, okay, I'm just making a plan. If you dream big and you say, I'm going to do something, I have no idea how I'm going to do it. And I'm going to figure it out. Like that's where the fun is. So I think the fun in this has been figuring it out as we go along in a way. And, you know, I've heard from a lot of people and even like some of the guests have been like, I'm just so amazed that you, how did you even do this? How did you even get it started? I was like, I just was like, I'm going to start it. I was a huge podcasting fan. I was like, I've got something to say. I want to share people's stories and I'm going to start a podcast. And that, that was it. Like I just decided to do it. And I started like moving forward and I did have people around me who were like, okay, so when are you going to Tebow, the happiness coach was one of the people who was like, okay, so when are you going to drop the, the trailer? And one of the guests whose episode we could not use because we could not hear the, the audio on his end, he also was very instrumental in just like pushing me to just like, okay, then just do it, you know? And Esperanza, actually, she was the first episode I recorded. And she said, she said, Brian, move your ass. <laughs> like, just get it out there. What are you waiting for? So it is important to dream big and to surround yourself with people who just elevate your vibration, who push you forward, who help you become all of who you have the potential to be. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. I guess I am kind of asking for your parting thoughts on season one, Olga. I, the, the thing is, I'm, I'm on the, I, in, I mean, in the chain of the podcast, I would say I've, I've, I'm very behind. I, I've only read a few names of who's, in, of who's coming in season two. And I suppose Daniel is on the other end. So maybe I hear about a name and a title of a podcast, of, a, of an episode. And then after a few weeks, only when it's dropped, I can like actually see it, uh, listen to it. So on that note, I've read a few of the names that are coming up for season two. And only by the names and by looking at your face when you pronounce those names, I can I can already tell that season two is going to be a great season. And I and I just can't wait to meet and to listen to the stories of of all these people that that you know that i'm i mean i've known you for and that i'm amazed of the diverse i mean and all the people that you know and 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 the the stories that 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 they have to share with the world so yeah i mean i'm i'm super excited about season two i would even re-listen to the whole first season for god's sake because we just i mean we're, as, as we're recording this i'm like yeah i want to listen to that again um so yeah i mean it's what august is yeah. for <laughs> that's what august is for and you know i like as a podcast listener myself of other podcasts i re-listen to episodes sometimes when they're when they've got lots of things that i want to hear again i, I listen to them again so yeah i mean if there's something juicy in one of these conversations then hey Listen to it again, right? Sure. Yes, yeah. Daniel, what about you? What's like your, I guess, closing words for season one as we move into season two? I think you should be congratulated for both pulling it together and for your job as a novice podcast host. I don't think people would think of you as a novice from listening. And I think that's... You know, podcasts like these are just conversations. And so we've all been conversing for our whole lives. (laughs) And that's still a skill. And to do that in a not performative, but in a way that is going to have listeners is not trivial. And then for all that I sort of said about how to expand beyond the circle, I mean, I, I do, Olga sort of said this right now, but I do the types of people that you had on, it's quite, a wide group and a diverse group and very different you had a computer programmer from newport news who went to soweto lesotho excuse me sorry we all learned the name of that or how to pronounce that country that's right sorry lesotho and then you had somebody that you met at crossfit you had yeah, just like sort of different walks of life. Somebody who's, <laughs> it was funny for me as an editor after, I, I don't remember if her episode came right in the order of the others or if it came somewhere after, but listening to Hamna, who is so young and 
makes no apologies for it. It is very go-getter and fascinating story as well. But the in the context of a lot of the other episodes, I thought that was that would be actually, and that's a brief challenge. I feel like the age range on the older end hasn't been as so. That's and that's that is. I was just writing that down right now. More diversity in the ways that we haven't presented it yet. Another thing that I'm very aware of, besides generational diversity, I'm very aware of things like right now the podcast is not available for people who are not able to fully hear things. Like people who have, I, I have someone that I want to be on the podcast who I think she has like a, I want to say 10 to, she hears 10 to 15% capacity. And so she tries, she cannot understand it. And I'm like, okay, I want to get the transcripts like out there and have like videos with subtitles so that it is truly a reflection of all of us, you know, of, mm. and it's available to all of us. So more generational diversity. One of the episodes that we couldn't use was generational diversity. I'm, I'm aware that that's something we're going to, to focus on. There's more people who, from different parts of the world. There are more also like i want to get into all aspects of diversity you know i'd like to see more love language diversity personally <laughs> <laughs> i'm <laughs> making I'm, a note <laughs> i'm teasing from i liked very much like shiva's different ways of thinking about identity but more yeah what's uh though <laughs> I, I don't know how that would play out but i i just I feel like we have so much more to do and that it's just, it's just getting started. So I'm very, very excited. And, and I also hope that our little team will grow. I think it would be fantastic to have another team member and to get it. Yeah. To have, to have more reflections of, all of us here on the Being All of Us team. So if you're looking for an internship and you have some talents to offer, I write fantastic letters of recommendation. Just reach out and we'll be happy to accept you into the family. Just kidding. Oh We're getting there. <laughs> so um, I, I just want to, before we go, say... I really appreciate what both of you guys do. I, you know, I have tried to start things up in the past. And the thing that I'm doing differently now is that I have people who know what they are doing working with me, which I've never done in the past. So that's why this time it's working. That's why this time it's different. That's how I have become an agent of change in my own life is realizing that, hey, I can't do it alone. I actually can do it much better when I get people who know things that I don't know. And it's okay not to know. Like that's why we're all here is because we all offer different gifts. So thank you, Olga, for your organizational gifts. I love the way that you, can you visualize things that fall out of other people's brains. <laughs> <laughs> Olga, could you please share your, if someone wants to have a professional project manager organizer in their lives, how can they contact you? Yes, they can, they can, they can find me on Instagram at olga.nisa.me. M-E, that's O-L-G-A dot N-I-Z-A dot M-E. We'll put that um, in the show notes. 
on Instagram and on my website, olga.niza.me. And that's a very funny thing for anybody who, anyone who speaks Spanish. Olganizame is like a play on words, which means like organize me. So <laughs> that's Olga. And Daniel, I also want to thank you for being, you know, episode 13 will have dropped just before this one. And there was a little editing challenge there. And Daniel was like Superman on that editing. I was like, whoa, that was amazing. So you are truly an artist in your craft, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. It was, it's a, thank you for those kind words. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to, to work on something that's not, is in a different world than what most of my work is in. So it's been fun for me to do that. I was just thinking if I had to do that kind of things, wow, this would take a month to get out. So in a little, you know, just a, a gif, Daniel had that all set up. So thank you so much to both of you. And we're excited about season two and the community and everything that's coming up. So look forward to some summer, shorter episodes from me, just kind of talking about life and philosophy, my <laughs> life philosophy and what's been going on in season one or what's coming up in season two. Olga, you have something? Uh, you had that like, wait, 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 I want to say something. Look on your face. No. Uh, I, I, well, I, I actually wanted to thank you. <laughs> I wanted to thank you for leading and for having this initiative. I think it's a beautiful initiative. And I, as a listener, I love this podcast. And I'm so proud and so thankful for being part of being all of us. So thank you, Brian. Yay. Thank you, Olga. Thank you for being such a good support. Alrighty, see you guys soon in season two. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you can feel the inspiration and passion that we put into this conversation and that it empowers you to be confident, compassionate, and courageous on your journey, on our journey to becoming all of us. If you enjoyed that conversation and you'd like to hear more, please be sure to click on subscribe or follow to get your weekly dose of inspiration. And remember to stop by and rate us with a five-star rating on the App Store. Leave your comments below. Let us know what it is that you enjoy about these conversations so that we can bring more of them to you. And stop by Instagram to follow us at the Being All of Us podcast. B-A-O-U podcast. Thanks to the group Bombadil for our intro music, Avery, and to Scott Gratton for our outro music, Motown is Yotown. Come join us again next week for more. Until then, shine bright, you beautiful soul. You are the change the world needs. Go out and shine.